Hello and welcome to Philosophical Tendencies. We are two humble gentlemen trying our best to understand the universe one question at a time. I'm Tom. And I'm Mark. And this week we are going to be discussing the question, is money the root of all evil? And I think we'll take the general approach of, we'll define the problem, we'll attempt to answer the problem, and then we'll form a conclusion at the end. Uh, that's about as structured as we're going to get this week. So, is money the root of all evil? Mark, take it away. <laughs> well, I think first off, we have to, as as we mentioned uh, before we started, that that's actually not the quote. It's a, a quote. Oh. It's a quote from the Bible. Ironically, having discussed uh, what a religion persists uh, last week, now we're discussing um, a religious quote. As I say, it's from uh, T- Timothy uh, ten nine or nine whatever. I've even uh, six, forgotten. 10. Timothy six, six ten. ten. 610, uh, that it's actually, it's the love of money is the root of all evil, which I actually does to me make a lot more sense because money in itself is not evil. It's just a medium of exchange. It's just a better way to do things than bartering on, on things. How do you pay for something that has no tangible um, existence? You're a teacher. How would they pay you for being a teacher exactly? If you didn't have money, you couldn't be paid for your teacher because you're not producing something tangible. You're just giving children ideas, and that that's that's a lot less tangible. So money is just a medium of exchange. It's not inherently evil, but the love of money, the love of money is evil because who needs a ridiculous amount of money? There is there's too many people who have too much money in the world, and there's far too many people who don't have enough. Okay, um, let's, should we should we just backtrack for one second here? Let's let's define the evil, shall we? So the love of money is the root of all evil, is what we're discussing, or is is the love of money the root of all evil, really? Um, so what is this evil? So what is what is this desire, this love, this obsession with money? That's what what evils are we talking about? So I think if we perhaps just go through a couple of the things we're kind of referring to. So I mean, a simplest one is something along the lines of, you know, people who hurt other people for money or through neglect for money who want to make profit they kind of ignore things exploitation slavery um things Mm -hmm. like that you you see the the, there there is that argument that uh recently i think bernie sanders even put forward there should not be anything there shouldn't be billionaires in the world and in fairness to get to a billion dollars or pounds you need to exploit have exploited a lot of people you and they really mm. you can't point to that many billionaires who exist in the world who haven't really gotten there by being quite malicious and uh but mark but nasty. Mark, just to play devil's advocate the billionaires are putting so much more into the economy they're they're starting up new businesses they're trying out new ventures new technologies funded from these billions they're the people who can take the risk they're paying the wages of all these people. Now that doesn't sound like evil to me. Are they? Are <laughs> they doing that? Really? Are they are they are they really t- I think I'm goading you know, I'm you're, goading you here. I know you're goading but... me. you're goading me, but like <laughs> no, like are that's the thing. Those people aren't actually they're relying upon whole systems to exist. Um you know, okay, Elon Musk, ah, oh, he made his, okay. his billions with with PayPal. Yeah, which relies on the internet, which was developed by the government. And what was government funding? I mean, military government's money, but it was developed by the government. Um, 
Same, same Tim Berners Lee. Tim Berners Lee at CERN was it not? Made the precursor. Well, to DARPA, is that not well, right? Da, da, DARPA, um, which was it's the defense something American defense thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, research thing. They also they 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 were also did an early precursor for the internet in as much as connecting computers together. Mm. Right, but but Bernard Lee did. Uh, do 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 something else. But, I it, but interest, interestingly, all that stuff at CERN is uh, open. Government funded. So, it's, yeah. Well, yeah. Also government funded, but everything they they get from that is open. So there was there was no love of money there. It was just given no. to the world. But anyway, go back. It's... Going back to Elon Musk and PayPal. So he's not. You don't think. Um, you don't think he's he is doing loads of good. I don't. And I mean, you know, like people go, he's a he's a he's a he's a great inventor. What did he invent? He hasn't invented anything. I mean, he bought he bought Tesla, and so a man did, mm. invented the motor for a Tesla engine, and he just bought them out. He's a venture capitalist. He's a businessman. Mm-hmm. He's the monorail guy from The Simpsons. That's who he is. Um, but he's not. I don't think of him as being necessarily that incredible. You know, okay, um, Jeff Bezos. Wow, a super uh, like a, a bookshop on the internet. How innovative! He was lucky. Like there could have been any number of other companies that did the exact same thing and could have been equally successful. Potentially, mm-hmm. he might have been the most vicious, the most ruthless. Okay. All right. Well, let's. And, I think, should we take a different slant because we're we're kind of just attacking billionaires yeah. here, which is yeah. really what this question's about. So I know, I know it's enjoyable, and we could probably have an entire show where we just attack yeah. billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> um, fun, but uh, you know, it's not quite answering the. So, is is money or is the love of money the root of all evil? I think if we take let's take let's do a little bit of detective work here. I think if we take an evil, and let's basically see if we can trace it back to money, because I can think of some examples of evil yeah. that that where it's nothing to do with money. So, for example, murder. Like a lot of a lot of murders in the world are murders between kind of spouses and close relations and close friends, and it's um, kind of things that happen in the spur of a moment. It's very emotion driven. And a lot of murders and things like that have nothing to do with money. However, so just to go down the money angle, if you actually look at uh, relationships that are breaking down between two people, very often money is a factor or a stressor that has made people into a kind of a more heightened emotional state. And that is what has kind of led on. So you actually look at a lot of the causes of things like divorce and so on. And money is definitely up there as one of the big ones, one of the big worries that ends up causing uh, you know, knock-on effects. Does is, is, does that fundamentally mean that money or the love of it is the root of all evil? Or well, maybe it's not even the right question. Like maybe it's well, is it the necessity yeah. of it? I mean, because these people they're not arguing and worrying because they want even more. Usually, it's because they want they just haven't so, quite got enough to survive. But so that brings me to a quote by George Bernard Shaw, oh, uh, okay. who 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 stated the lack of money is the root of all evil. And in that point, you can actually go. He might be onto something because mm. desperation is a major motivation for probably quite a lot of crime. Most mm. crimes are crimes of desperation. Why do people necessarily rob um, pe- uh, people at knife point? They're desperate. They need the money. They made the money for they for, for whatever reason, but they need that money. They are mm. desperate. That's why they conduct. They do a crime, a violent crime. Same for burglary. Same, same for a lot of crimes. When you actually come down to it, there's probably a lot of social factors, and there's you know argument mm. that people say that there shouldn't be prisons for the simple fact that actually most crime is actually not 
about you know it's a society has failed these people that's why they're committing crimes they have been let down and if we put the social structures and such proper social safety net they won't get to the point where they end up committing a crime then people will always bring up you know psychopaths and things like that but they're mentally ill they require medical assistance they don't necessarily that's a different thing and, and so and there they is are some, an extremely small and an extremely part of the population small, Exactly. So it's a it's a it's a it's a different problem. And so yeah, is you know we talk is the root. We often the, the love of money is the root of all evil. But actually, maybe the lack of money is also a real root of evil. That at the end of the day, desperation is what drives people to murder. And say is that as a being a major uh, evil in the world? Yeah, I guess if you if you talk about a lot of you know muggings that going wrong and stuff like that and you know the driver behind it you don't get very many upper middle class or upper class kind of people walking around committing burglary and muggings and things like that do you because it's it's no. people who are desperate and for one reason or another and it's not necessarily entirely you know society's fault or whatever but for one well uh, yeah let's you not could... go down the biological no. versus uh, no. No, nature no. nurture argument there but let, let's just say for the sake of it um you know they they are desperate for whatever reason. There's a whole myriad of reasons why that could be, but yeah. But but actually, I'm just trying to think here because what? But the reasons for why they are struggling so much could well link into what you were saying before about billionaires. So if if perhaps billionaires, for example, did pay all their taxes rather than having offshore tax havens uh, yeah. and pretending that they have non-dom status, even though they live in the country for like eleven months of the year, yeah. uh, for example, I'm not going to name any names, but for example. Perhaps if they if they were doing that, then that tax could actually be used again by a, an efficient and sensible government uh, to actually help people from, say, lower economic backgrounds who, statistically speaking, are going to earn a lot less over the course of their life to actually have uplift programs so that people are able to do better. They are they can better themselves, like you say, education, uh, obviously uh, something close to my heart. If education yeah. is funded correctly. And it wasn't only the kind of monetary elite who can afford to send their children with class sizes of 12 so that they have a lot of teacher attention, a lot of extra help, a desk at home, which is actually one of the biggest factors on success, believe it or not. Something as simple as having a desk and a quiet space at home can be, on average, is a huge makes a huge difference to a child's learning. But again, if you can't afford to have a desk, if you haven't got the space in your house to have a spare room where a child can sit quietly and so on, and perhaps part of that, not entirely, I mean, everyone's got to work. I do understand that. And they have got to go off their own back. But if society was based in a way where, you know, the money was filtered in the right way. And let's, and let's face it, we're, the UK is one of the world's largest economies. Our GDP is absolutely mega and yet, especially compared to some far more socialist com uh, countries, which do a lot more with a lot less, like we could redistribute that wealth. Um, you know, and for example, things like, you know, two, 2.1, I think we're up to now, million people, food banks. Those people are desperate. And mm. growing up, I never had, you know, I, I am only 37 years young, uh, but growing up, there were no food banks. Like they just didn't exist. They would have, there may have been the odd, you know, like little one here and there, but generally speaking, people either via, you know, the state or via their work, because they were getting paid reasonable wages, could feed their families. Mm. And I think we're kind of heading towards a, 
and you know GDP is going to go through the roof all that time. There's been there's been huge profits left, right, and center. So why why are we why are we in this position? So and perhaps it is the greed, the love of money, the greed at the top. So again, I'm starting to attack billionaires here, but the greed at the well, top, meaning the people lower down, are more desperate. So you know the so they have the like you said your quote the lack of money. So perhaps there are more crimes, more things happening, more social unrest because of it. It's all connected. Yeah, that, it's all connected. Well, that's capitalism at the end of the day. That's 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 mm-hmm. the the major focus of capitalism is concentration of wealth in the hands of fewer and fewer people. The the way you imagine the economy would work is that yeah, the money just keeps circling round uh, continually. You pay, you know, for 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 a product that goes to the, and it all just distributes round evenly. But it's not. There's a massive hole in the bottom of the bucket and all of the water is just flowing out and it's flowing into the hands of a small number of people. And they've made, and they're the ones who have put the hole in that bucket as well, to a certain extent. Because once you're wealthy, you can absolutely petition governments and politicians to do what you want. Um, and even, you know, a lot. Do of you mean you could be? Well. It could be something like, um, I don't know. Let's just take a, let, let's just make up a, a random country, shall we? Um, let's call it B- Berea. So you could be from the country South Berea with a with a. With it, and you want to have a vested interest in this country, and you'd like to be able to grease the wheels of uh, certain politicians for, I don't know, something like £10,000 uh, an hour, say, um, like yeah. something like that. Like, if you've got the money to spend, uh, then people are going to be willing to, they're going to be corruptible or potentially corruptible, or so I don't implicate myself in any way. They'll be able to put, put them in touch with other people who might be able to help them. Things like that. Yeah. If it's the love of money that causes that. Or greed, if we call greed. it what it is, greed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, I was, I was going to attack another billionaire. Uh, well, but, the, but by uh, all means, we might as well. We seem to be going for it today. So, uh, we'll yeah, we'll attack another one. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the, the, the sort of um, you know, one of somebody who's often considered to be sort of quite philanthropic is Bill Gates. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bill Gates has passed has has spent a lot of money making sure that um, Congress in America does not his monopoly that he has through Microsoft he's that's been very vicious and a lot of people would actually point to yeah everyone goes oh yeah he's, he's doing all these great things with the Melinda mm-hmm. and Bill Gates Foundation but he also has spent a lot of his money making sure that he can stay as wealthy as he wants to be sure eventually when he dies he'll give away 99% of his money but why not do it now why, why do you need that much money why do why does anybody need that much money there's nothing to spend it on like there really isn't. You have a house, you have a car, you can go on some nice holidays. You're the what is it? The Laszlo pyramid of needs is pretty well covered by that point. Mm. Everything after that is just it's just excess. You don't need it. Sure, you could have a not a bigger, faster car, but do you need a bigger, faster car? You can't drive it at, at those speeds anyway. No, it's a question. The... It's a question of of how much is do you not need? I mean, do I really need five shirts? Could I get away with only having two? You know, like it's it's a it's a case of your perspective. I think shifts as you. You're okay. That is definitely true. You know, we all. Mm. You know, I I can even think of like my first car it was an absolute pile of junk, and then mm. over time I've gotten a better, a nicer, and nicer car, and now I've got a car that I'm like, yeah, I quite like this. It's it's reliable. It's fine. It's nothing. It's nothing flashy, but it's nothing. Um, but it but it's not a bag of bolts either it's it's 
good. And just, yes, and then of course, I mean, if I earned more money, I might be like, oh, actually, maybe maybe I do need a nicer car, something that's a bit more comfortable to drive along long distances, is a bit faster. Maybe that would happen, but at some point, I, I kind of like to believe that that's not really. See, this is uh, where I'm. I'm kind of I'm starting to think now a little bit differently, which is what this podcast is yeah. really all about: is trying to question things. So I'm starting to think like, would would I actually be different? And do you know what? I don't. I don't think I would. I don't think any of us would. Because I think as you would, as you kind of move up in terms of wealth, I think you would genuine. And and I genuinely think a lot of uh, you know politicians and billionaires and so on. I genuinely think that they honestly believe that they're doing like real, real good, and yeah. they can't see because I think all the arguments that they make about the good they're doing, I think it, they honestly believe that it's, that that they are doing these things and that they are helping. Because, you know, who whoever wants to kind of wake up one day and go, oh, my goodness, my entire life, I've used people for my own wealth and profit. And cause, so I don't I think I mean, oh, there's, there's bound to be a few there who know exactly what they're doing and, you know, they don't care. But then I reckon there's probably is quite a lot who don't kind of appreciate how lucky they are or who doesn't want to be told how special you are. Like, of course, Elon Musk is not going to argue with people who say, what a genius what a great inventor. Of course he's not. He's going to lay, no. he's going to lean into that and, you know, kind of say, yeah, of course I am. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, and, yeah. and, and in some ways it is true. Like you say, it might be more, he's a genius for the way he organizes business or his cutthroat way of, you know, getting startups as they're just beginning, you know, he can spot when something's going to take off. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to think, would I be any different with the love of money? Is that if I moved up and I became millionaire, billionaire and so on, would yeah. it change me? Would it change you? Probably. Probably. I don't know. But then is this just me selfishly thinking, no, I'm special. I'm different. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like that. And I bet that's what every everyone who's ever kind of moved up the wealth ladder has ever oh, done. Yeah, yeah. And ever thought. Like, come on, Donald Trump honestly believes everything he's saying. And he just misses all the inconsistencies. I I think so. Anyway. Oh, I don't know. I'm not so sure about that. I think I think <laughs> he's he just he just knows. That if he keeps saying these things, he'll keep getting uh, more and more airtime. The more outrageous he is, the more airtime he gets, and and it works at the end of the day because people talk about him all the time. That's true. Yeah, we're talking about yeah. it at the moment. He's currently Talk being about that. Indicted, yeah. isn't he? So indicted, um, yeah. we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, interesting. All right. So should we get ourselves back on track? We, we've deviated yes. a bit here. We've so, deviated enough. The love of money uh, is the love of money the root of all evil. We've talked about the fact that you think, and I kind of agree with you, I think that it's the lack of money or some people's love of money causing lack of money for others uh, could potentially be the root of all evil. Um, is it all evil? Is it well, the root of all evil? Because you know, the there's a lot of good that can be done. There's a lot of good there that is. can be done and not all evil necessarily is linked um, to money and wealth. I mean, there's right. probably, I mean, like I said before with, you know, murders and things there very often there are monetary links but they're just like one part one factor in kind of a multitude of things that that could be mm. yeah but you know yeah i mean it always comes down to if we didn't have money what would we have it's not like money is something that was invented once and then just oh yeah that's a good idea it's been invented by multiple cultures around the world they used mm. to use seashells in some places. 
you had you get a salary because people used to get paid in salt. That was a medium of exchange. It, it's yeah. a it's a concept that has sort of existed since humans co- co- congregated together in towns and villages around farms. Mm. Maybe I'm, even just, I'm just trying to think, like because we wouldn't if you were looking at say like a troop of gorillas, for example. Now, the way that they structure their kind of hierarchy, so I'm just trying to think, I always like to think of things yeah. from an evolutionary part of view. Yeah. So the way they structure their kind of hierarchy usually is, is physical dominance, you know, so you've got, you're strong. Although saying that with with gorillas, it can also be to do with, with smarts and sociability. They form really strong, like, groups with other, let's just take the males, the alpha male kind of example. So if you have, like, one really strong alpha male, they're at the top dog, they kind of decide what happens, and it kind of flows down from there, the hierarchy where everyone fits into it. Is money, because and, and we we kind of you know generally people are like that. I mean, it's far more subtle and nuanced for for people, humans. We're not just about physical prowess. You know, there's a whole range of social things, cleverness, wittiness. You know, there's, there's loads of stuff. Yeah. But in a simple, you know, to simplify it a little bit, there is like a natural hierarchy. Is money though? Does money skew that beyond the natural? Because Whereas, you know, the most, let's just imagine I was born this hulking man. I mean, pretend that I'm not, you know, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be generous here, average height. Uh, pretend <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> you know, pretend no, I was um, this hulking seven foot behemoth of a man. There's only so much I could ever kind of do. And even someone like Genghis Khan, you know, there's only so much he could do with these armies of men and so on who could, you know, rampage and take over and control and so on. But as money and billion, you know, the billions and billions that we've amassed change that system. Because if you imagine now, you've got you've got certain people with so much power. It's almost like the love, you know, the love of power. They've got so much power, they can influence so many things yeah. and make a huge difference across the world. You know, almost like with it, you know, within seconds, they can influence lives in ways that we couldn't in the past. Is that almost so? Whereas, you know, the the, the evil potential was limited before we had this huge currency exchange system globally, whereas now the potential, well, both for good and for bad, I think, is is maximised. Yeah. And is it just that our natural greed and our want to be at the top of the hierarchy means that we, you know, that love of money is pushed and pushed and pushed and we're just making things, or some people are making things worse and worse for others? Well, there, there's that perspective. There's also the perspective mm. that as apes, Mm-hmm. In general, we are quite collaborative compared to other ape species. True. Really, pretty collaborative. Uh, it's us and bonobos. Those are the more friendly apes. Gorillas, chimpanzees are quite aggressive in general. Mo- is money not really just an extension of that? It's a it's a it's a way for, uh, it's a way of interaction between. It's to aid and to lubricate the interactions between people to 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 allow for a, a smoother exchange of 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 effort. Um, mm. And is is there is there something in that? I don't know. I don't I'm not sure. Again, if this sort of is it the root root is the, the greed and it's, it's the root of evil. I mean. But if we use it, when it comes down to it, money, money is just is just it's an immediate exchange. It, it's meaningless. That is one thing that yeah. it's always, you know, people think, oh, money is so important. It's meaningless. Money is meaningless. But, it's, so it's, just it's, thinking... it's, it's, 
it's a collective delusion. We have, why yeah. is a 10 pound note worth 10 pounds? It's not worth 10 pounds. It's worth nothing. It, we just think it's worth something. We're just, yeah. we're promised by somebody that's worth something. We all just go along with the solution, but it's, it's not real. Mm. I'm just thinking, cause you know, you're saying there about social interaction. It's a way of just recording it and making sure that we kind of, we have a, a smooth system. So the love of money in a kind of roundabout way, it sounds like it's the, Oh, I, I would kind of, I'm starting to think here, it's, it's the love of power. And I'm just thinking, I'm trying to take money out of the money equation is, entirely. Money like, is, if money we imagine is power. zombie apocalypse, money's worthless. So, money, you know, money's gone out the window, let's just say. Like, you know, it's kind of Walking Dead style scenario. We suddenly got, we'll get people like Negan, you know, cropping up, or the governor, people who basically just dominate others. Now, there's no, there's no huge... I mean, there's an advantage in that there's a very clear hierarchy there and they, you know, they keep people in line and so they can survive the apocalypse. But the level of cruelty that that they could inflict and, and you know, we have in these kind of shows, money is not part of the equation, yet they still have, they still do what they could do with a lot of money. So you kind of think like, would these people have just been absolutely horrible and, you know, spent their money crushing others, you know, (laughs) corporate takeovers, you know, Again, not going to try and quote anyone here, but you know, burning money in front of beggars, uh, things like that, just for sick laughs. You know, is it is it more money is used as a form of control and power, and actually it's this love of power and this this wanting to dominate other people that causes the evil. So it's, it, money is just a means to an end, really. It's just a medium to end. I was going to say with the with the what you know zombie apocalypse thing. You mm. know what will become the the the, the money bullets that's what will be the money <laughs> because if you have lots of bullets you can protect people more oh, well i think you'll bullets. find if you've if you've read the zombie survival guide as, as, as uh, uh, i have actually that. yeah but not for yeah. a really long time I've got to be me, me neither but you don't really want bullets that will attract the zombies uh, you want some more of a silent weapon anyway but well we won't, yeah, we won't okay. go too far down this road in terms of yeah. ultimate zombie survival weapons but <laughs> um but yeah i see what you mean they'll, they'll just become another exchange There'll be another exchange. And I mean, like the, the person who can protect you, mm. you know, is it will be the uh the the or the person who has the resource that people need. You know, mm. think of like Mad Max Sherry Road. Yeah. Uh Immortal Joe, what does he have? Ah, oh, he has water. That is what he has. He yeah. has access to a reservoir, and that makes what gives him his power. And he uses that water to exchange for petrol and for bullets from the other people who have the petrol and the bullets. And if we and were living be... in that universe, we'd be talking about, is water the root of, is the love of water the root of all evil? It's a much more of a requirement. But then, yeah, yeah like, yeah, it's sort of, it's an interesting way to go, like thinking about if there was an apocalypse, what would end up being the the... How would I power think, be distributed? And actually, it, it is. It's about power. It's about yeah. money. It's kind of drifting. Power. We're drifting gently towards this idea that it's less about money being the root of all evil, and it's the love of unnecessary amounts of power. Like to yeah. the point of, you know, Negan in The Walking Dead. Yes, he probably had to be a bit harsh. He was at the top of a, you know, a post-apocalyptic world with zombies everywhere, but he didn't need to be cruel like he was. Like that was, you know, that was just an unnecessary kind of accumulation of power. Um, And he didn't need to be like, even, you know, there were relatively, there were, what am I looking for here? There were settlements around him that weren't challenging him in any way, yet he still felt the need to dominate them. So is it a case of here, we're really saying, is it, I think, I think we get into the root of all this. 
I think it's more to yeah. do with power accumulation, uh, whatever the currency, bullets, money, whatever, uh, yeah. physical dominance, whatever it is. It's this need to overly dominate. You're no longer you're no longer a leader. You're dom you're dominating for the sake of dominating. There we go. We nailed it. <laughs> we nailed it. That that seems like we've actually have somehow managed to stumble upon a, a reasonable conclusion mm -hmm. there. I feel it's like the philosophical tendencies have led us towards uh, something a bit more profound. Yeah. So. Not it's not money. It's the it's the love of power. Yeah, and money is just the way that in this it's particular just, society is how they do it's, it. It's how we grade our power. It's the point score that yeah. gives you your you know, your dominance. The mm. more of those points you have, the more dominant you can be. There we go. Points, that, that's points our means prizes. Points mean prizes. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. I think I'm going to start to conclude here because I, I feel like yeah. this is a natural end here. So it's it's not the love of money that is the root of all evil. It's the love of power. And in our society, money is power. Agreed. Boom. Oh. Fantastic. There we go. And nailed it again <laughs> move on nailed it again next fantastic. week yeah next mysteries week. of the universe solved all right <laughs> <laughs> fantastic all right okay should we um we'll finish there shall we do you want to yeah. sign us off yeah so this has been philosophical tendencies where two humble gentlemen try their best to understand the universe one question at a time i've been mark and i've been tom good night bye, -bye.